Hello, this is Reviewing the Mouse, a project to watch every Disney movie ever made. Yes, every Disney movie ever made. Not just the animated ones, not just the live remakes, but every Disney film ever. The good ones, the bad ones, the ones we forgot that even existed. Episode 1 Snow White and the Seven Suspiciously Irrelevant Dwarfs The American Film Institute ranked Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs as the best animated movie of all time. I can only presume they forgot to actually watch the film before giving it this title and went purely on nostalgia. I remember watching Snow White as a young boy and loving it. It was, and still is, utterly adorable. Now, nostalgia is a funny thing. I thought I loved Snow White. I thought I remembered a charming, beautiful film with great songs and an adorable quality that will never quite grow old. Now, the good news is that it is still adorable. The bad news, it kind of sucks. Snow White is the original princess movie also happens to be one of the worst princess movies. All the other Disney princesses are instantly likeable. Rewatching Snow White I found her completely annoying and unbelievably shallow. Snow White's also Disney's first full-length animated movie, and the animation is well done, especially considering its age. It still holds up and looks better than some modern animations, Chicken Little, Technically, Snow White was, and still is, incredible. It's funny, charming, and adorable. So then why do I think Snow White isn't the fairest in all the land? Making a dream come true. Time to talk plot. The plot is the single biggest problem in Snow White's. Now before you try and convince me that I'm wrong, answer this. What actually happens in the middle part of the story? If you think that Snow White made dinner, falls asleep, then the dwarfs come home and play charades before spending seven minutes of the film on a routine about washing their hands, and to top it all off, they perform a yodel, then you've clearly seen this film too many times. You could quite easily cut 50 minutes from Snow White and it would still make complete sense. Most of it is just filler. We begin our magical journey with such promise. A great song in Someday My Prince Will Come. It's a storybook opening with charm and elegance. It holds so much promise, but it quickly fails to keep up that standard. Subtext is often Disney's strongest point. They understand that even the youngest princess doesn't need everything spelt out for her. But subtext is not to be found in this film. The Queen is the villain, Snow White is good. Snow White is the fairest in the land, the Queen is not. Snow White begins to sing, I'm wishing. But before she could even conclude the wish, the prince is already there. He then sings his own little melody to show Snow White that he loves her, and that's it. Ten minutes in the film, they're in love. There's no character development, there's no arc, no journey to go on, no 
obstacle to overcome, no challenge. There's nothing. They say they're in love, so they're in love. Snow White might just be the worst love story that Disney have ever tried to tell. The prince isn't even given a name. He's literally called the prince. Now they tried out 50 names for dwarfs, 50, but they couldn't think of one for the prince. The vast majority of the plot happened within those first 10 minutes, and although it is a good 10 minutes, to keep the story at that pace would just hurt. If there's one moral that Snow White teaches us, it's that we should be worrying about the trees, because they really do try attacking her a lot. And they prove to be her biggest villain in the first half of the film. I, however, am far more worried about her ability to get a huge cohort of animals to follow her. These animals convince her to just enter someone's house, move all of their property and let animals sleep in their beds, which I'm pretty sure is not hygienic. But it's fine, we put a catchy song in there so you won't actually realise that none of this is plot. The entirety of the Seven Dwarfs part of the film is filler. You could miss the first 15 minutes of the film and the dwarf section would still make complete sense because it has none of the plot. The only saving grace to the plot is Dopey. He is possibly the best character in the film, just about beating the little turtle. You do have to worry about a film when their two best characters say no lines. The film eventually does return to the plot, but not until Snow White has had to remind us that someday her prince will come, which you do need because an hour into the film you could be forgiven for forgetting that he actually even exists. He has been non-existent ever since he sang in the first 10 minutes of the film. Now the dwarfs do eventually help the plot when they realise the Queen is actually with Snow White, but of course they're too late to save her. But at least they tried, unlike the prince, who is still nowhere to be seen. We're told through text on screen that he has in fact been searching for Snow White all of this time. Now I'm no expert, but I'd suggest that if you need text to tell an audience what's been going on in your film, maybe you've got your pacing a little bit wrong. You could have cut the adventure into yodeling or the song about washing your hands and shown a scene where the prince actually goes looking for his beloved because it is not until there is only three minutes left in the film that the unnamed hero returns to the film and gives true love's kiss. Snow White awakens from her slumber and quite frankly I didn't care he kissed her at all. In fact, I would rather Dopey kissed her. I feel a lot more affection towards Dopey, and let's be real, a sequel, Snow White and Dopey The Honeymoon, is a film we would all want to see. The pacing is entirely off, the story is told in a really poor way, and half the characters are totally irrelevant to the plot. Time to sing with all the voices of the mountains. Music and score. The single most redeeming feature of Snow White is the music. The songs are for the most part brilliant. Hi Ho, Someday My Prince Will Come and Whistle While You Work are the standout songs and 
there is a reason why so many years later we're still singing them. The other songs in the film are good, but not particularly memorable. I don't particularly like I'm Wishing, but the animation during this song is simply mesmerising. The score is where this movie, however, really stands out. The way the score is mixed in with the animation and sound effects is seamless and is one of the most enjoyable parts of the film. The animals interacting with the world and in particular the dwarf's home are crafted brilliantly and done enough to stand out while never feeling overdone. The score is in my opinion one of the strongest scores Disney have ever made. Why more orchestras don't play this film in its entirety I don't know because it is simply a masterpiece. Are you wooden or a real boy? Time to talk acting and voice work. The voice work on the most part is solid. I wouldn't call it brilliant, but I also can't criticise it that much either. Snow White, voiced by Adriana Casaletti, while at times great, she does convey Snow White decently and her singing is very good. Harry Stockwell as the prince is as forgettable as the part he plays and his voice sounds far too mature against Snow White's youthfulness for my liking. The dwarfs are all well voiced and work well together. Each dwarf's voice complements the personality that they are portraying well, and the vocal effects for Dopey by Eddie Collins are just perfect alongside the seamless animation. It's hard not to fall in love with just how adorable Dopey is. The rest of the cast play their parts well, but have so little dialogue and airtime that they have very little to actually work with, and really only the witch, voiced by Lucille Laverne, is at all memorable. Pixar or pixelated? Time to talk animation, cinematography and direction. The animation is timeless. I mean, it's not actually timeless because you do notice its age, but it's animated in such an adorable way that you just forgive it for any blemishes. The biggest issue the animation has is talking and teeth, but don't we all have that? The mouths lack any real definition, which at times can grate, but despite those flaws, it's just so adorable. The place the film stands out are characters who have no dialogue. They are animated fantastically. The animals in particular are brilliant, and Dopey is one of the best characters Disney have ever made. Water is a very, very difficult thing to get right in animated movies, and yet the artists in Snow White got it perfectly, and every scene where water is involved shines above the rest of the film. As for direction, well, too many cooks spoil the broth, and too many directors spoil a film. It's very clear that there are multiple directors, with each one looking after different small sections of the film, as pacing and continuity are lacking. While individual sections all work, the film feels more like an anthology film than a feature film. The sections themselves aren't bad, but when you can remove 75% of a film and get the same plot, you've just not told your story right, and a lot of that has to fall down on the direction and the directors of the film. Would the mouse be proud? Time to talk Disneyfication. 
How Disney-fied is Snow White? Well, it has all of the basic ingredients. It is sweet, adorable, and has a kind heart. However, it's missing the moral story and any subtext that more modern Disney titles have. It is, however, easy to see how films like Bambi and Dumbo would grow out of those who made Snow White. It is clear that those early Disney films all have the same DNA, but Snow White's DNA is still in its infancy. The Disney formula's there, it's just they haven't quite worked out how the magic ingredients all fit together. To conclude, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is simply okay. It's a solid middle-of-the-road film. It's well To conclude, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is simply okay. It's a solid middle-of-the-road film. Well animated, totally adorable, with a great score, but there's an awful lot of filler, some really bizarre character choices, the prince plays no part in the story at all, and the pacing is just wrong. Act 1 is really fast, and then it just halts until the closing minutes. The film has a plot and story that just doesn't hold up to modern day standards. When looked at with nostalgic eyes, it's wonderful but compared to modern-day film standards, it struggles to hold up, but boy, it's an adorable film. Overall, the plot is given 3 out of 10. Who needs a story when you've got Dopey anyway? Music and score, 9 out of 10. It's a great score with some really solid songs. Acting and voice work is a 7 out of 10. They're good, solid performances all around, but nothing to shout home about. Animation and direction is a 6 out of 10. The animation is great, but the direction is not so good. And as for Disneyfication, well that's a 6 out of 10. The DNA is just missing that little touch of Mickey magic. So overall, Snow White scores 31 out of 50, which is a good score for a first try. That was Reviewing the Mouse, a project to watch every Disney movie ever made. Background music was Cheery Monday by Kevin McLeod, licensed under the Creative Commons. All other music is copyright Disney. Thank you, and goodbye.